Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Skin Special, the show where we discover the products and treatments my dermatologist and Kangnam loves, and where I spill the tea on all things Korean skincare and Seoul's beauty industry. So, if that sounds like your thing, make sure you subscribe so you can join our very special community and never miss an episode. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm a skincare marketer. I know I say this every week, but I am very excited to present to you a series that we haven't featured just yet, and that is called your K-Beauty Kit. And in this series, we together will discover how we can build better skincare routines. And by better, I mean skincare routines that really serve our skin in terms of the needs that it has, the issues that we have, also like the goals that we want to have, you know, as skincare people, we definitely have goals that we want to achieve, whether that's to heal a certain condition, to improve texture, there are so many different goals and we want to do that while also trying to save some money and protect our skin from possible irritation that's induced by products. I really wanted to do this series because I myself have fallen victim over and over again by, you know, seeing an influencer who has beautiful skin and then kind of trying to build my routine. If it's not a full routine, then definitely some products one to one like theirs because I wanted to have such beautiful skin. And I say that as someone who works in the skincare industry, you know, so there's no shade, no shame in doing that. I think, you know, we've all had this experience on one level or another. And today I will teach you seven of the habits that I wish I knew earlier that really have done wonders in terms of improving my acne, my overall texture, and also just making me a more mindful skincare consumer. And I think that's really important nowadays when we look at, um, yeah, sustainability and how, you know, how we approach consuming skincare. Without further ado, let's roll our cute transition music and hop into the first segment of the show. All right. So point number one, the first habit that I wish I started earlier has a cute name and that is skincare dating. Let me explain what I mean by that. So probably just like a lot of y'all, I used to watch and I still love watching these, but I used to watch a lot of product reviews, you know, skincare products, especially skincare, also makeup, but especially skincare on YouTube and on TikTok. And the influencers and the brands just made the product sound so amazing and all the benefits that it has for your skin that I just went ahead and I was like, let me just put all of these full-size products into my card. And then very soon after, I noticed that my skin simply could not tolerate some of the ingredients or the entire product. But then I was sitting there like a clown with the full-size bottle. And obviously, you know, you know, I always gave them to friends, but I was still like, God damn it, that wasn't a good decision, Lisa. Now, however, times have changed and I follow this concept that I came up with myself um, that I like to call skincare dating. And that means similar to dating, you test different candidates or different products and then you do that to see whether you are a match before committing to a full-blown relationship. Because let's be real, the products that we use, we definitely have relationships with them. Sometimes it can be toxic relationships. I just realized if it's a product that's not good to you, for you, wow, that might be like a toxic product relationship. But 
I do this because it has really helped my skin and also me as a person in the following ways. A, I have experienced way less irritation because this whole concept of skincare dating, it just allows my skin to slowly get used to a new ingredient or to new formulation. And also it has helped me to be more intentional with the products I invest in because being more mindful, I really consider multiple times before I buy a full-size product because to me that's an investment. And I don't just speak about expensive products. Like in general, if I buy a full-size product, that to me is an investment because that to me means that I have kind of tested the product before and I know that it is good for my skin and I intend to use it for a longer time, right? And then also see it has really, as you can imagine, it has saved me a lot of money in the long term. Because like I said, obviously if a product doesn't match, I usually give it to friends. That's also with some PR I receive. I just sometimes give them to friends because I personally cannot test a whole bunch of products. Like my skin is too sensitive for that. But I, at some point I just ended up, you know, just purchasing too many products that weren't working for my skin. And then, you know, of course it's really nice to give a nice product to a friend, but it kind of hurt me in the long run when it came to my money situation. So that's a really good thing that has worked very well to me. I want to give an unethical heck for this whole thing. And I am thinking about turning this into a whole series, like unethical skincare hacks, also in quotation marks, because it's not, you know, it's not as, you know, dramatic or something. But especially ex more expensive skincare brands, and I talk about um, the pharmacy skincare brands. If you're in Europe, there are pharmacy skincare brands like La Roche-Posay or Vichy that can get quite pricey. Um, I know in the States, it's a different type of story. I think if I'm not mistaken, you can get La Roche-Posay at Target. But here in Europe, these brands are, they're on the pricier end. <laughs> but if you're based in the European Union, these products, like um, especially Vichy and La Roche-Posay, they have very generous testers. They are huge oftentimes. And what I used to do is I used to go to different pharmacies and there I would kindly request a tester for the same product. Let's just say I wanted to test La Roche-Posay toner. Then I would go to pharmacy ABC and I would request the same tester. Sometimes I would even go, be bold and go back and then just hope that there is a different, you know, pharmacist there. Um, in my brain, I was always like, you know, it's kind of unethical, you know, but <laughs> at the same time, these skincare brands, they have, you know, they do have the funds, they do have the money. And I don't think, you know, it it really hurts them to, um, you know, to give out multiple testers of the same product to consumer, because if I really like it, I'm going to buy it. And also, trust me, I would never do that you know, with an independent, with a smaller brand, but with the bigger brands, I was like, I should just pass on this unethical hack because yeah, it's just, it's really nice to just get a tester that's like a bit bigger. And I would get multiple testers because even with the generous testers, they usually last you for two weeks. And that's if you're being, you know, if you're not using a lot, but yeah, that would be our first point. Um, the second point is called, I call it like, skincare habit number two, I call it skin cycling 2.0. And what I mean by that is 
I cycle everything, not just my actives, but also ingredients that some people might not necessarily consider worth rotating. And I started this because I have extremely sensitive breakout prone skin. So explaining this a bit deeper, let's just say I exfoliate one night, right? With a chemical exfoliate, it's definitely inactive. And then that means that I will not use any products that contain even small amounts of actives for the next two days. For example, a cream that has a, a bit of vitamin C in there, right? And this was life-changing for me because it really showed me, and I really hope that that might be the same for you because it showed me that there are actually a lot of products that my skin can tolerate, for example, vitamin C, but I just need to cycle in between. I know usually, you know, skin cycling, it's used in the context of retinols and um, for those of you who don't know skin cycling it's usually like it's very tightly connected to at to actives and to retinols and to have you know a treatment night a recovery night and i think a moisturization night i don't know it by heart because i personally don't use retinol my skin cannot tolerate it i've tried again and again and again it's not for me but yeah this whole concept i extended it for my sake because it really helped me to be even more generous with the whole cycling system if there are products that always make you break out, even though you feel like they shouldn't necessarily break out my skin, um, check your products and see whether maybe they contain they contain a small amount of hidden actives and then try cycling them. It has also really helped me in terms of like showing which products are the quote unquote culprits. So like the ones that always make me break out because I think it's really hard to kind of pinpoint or pi figure out which of the products are doing you good and which are breaking you out if you're using the same every single night, every single day. So yeah, that these were the first habits that I wish I knew earlier. Let us take a quick transition break and then we're moving to number three and number four. We'll be right back. Moving on to habit number three that I wish I started earlier. So this one, you might think I'm crazy, but at the end of me explaining this, I hope you will understand and I hope you will try it out for yourself. Bear with me. But so this habit is called double cleansing your hands. Hear me out. I know you know how to, how to clean your hands, but hear me out, please. So I think by now we all know how amazing double cleansing is. In case you're not familiar with the concept, it is a cleansing technique where typically you do a first cleanse with an oil-based cleanser and then you do you follow that up with a second cleanse that consists of a foam or water-based cleanser, anything that like bubbles up. And it really helps to deep clean your skin and it also makes sure that you're thoroughly removing all the makeup, the buildup sebum, residue from environmental pollution in cities like Seoul that is very important because we have a lot of pollution in Seoul but also residue from the sunscreen you were hopefully worrying throughout the day now all this all this beautiful double cleansing of your face is almost in vain though if you do not do the crucial step the crucial step before that is to double cleanse your hands and again i know that you're probably thinking lisa i'm not stupid i wash my hands before cleaning my face duh but let me just give you some statistics from pfizer most of us know Pfizer from, you know, as one of the biggest COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers. But according to 
their website and I will have it linked in the show notes as usual. This fact has not left my brain. It has not left my brain. It is tattooed in there. And every time I feel lazy about double cleansing my hands, I just remember that and I quote, our hands carry an on average 3,200 different germs belonging to more than 150 species. Let that just marinate. It, it's just, it's, it makes the hairs on my arm stand up, literally, like I'm looking at my arm. But I'm saying this also because especially for us ladies, if you have longer nails, if you do not have short nails, if you have anything that extends out, it's even more important because bacteria lingers underneath there. And the way I do it is very simple. First, I do the thorough 30 second hand cleanse. It's the one that we all learned when COVID started. I will have um, linked an article by, it's, it's a really interesting article actually, by a man called Sam Westrike. He's a PhD and he explains why exactly it is 30 seconds. And it's, if you're interested in science, if you're, you know, maybe a science major, it is a very, very interesting read. Again, it's a topic that seems very straight up, but a lot of people still get it wrong, especially when it comes to skincare. So that's the first cleanse I do. And then for the second cleanse, I really focus on my nails because I also have longer nails and I really cleanse, like I take a bit of soap and then I almost cleanse with one nail under the other because a lot of the bacteria that can also, you know, like lead to all sorts of things, including acne and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff, breakouts. Um, it's like, it, it can really sit in the nooks and crannies. So I really make sure I, I get under my nails and then also onto the nail beds. And I do that very thoroughly also for, you know, I don't count it, but I just do that after the 30 second cleanse. And again, while this is such a simple habit, I am telling you this has reduced the number of breakouts I experienced drastically. And I'm not even kidding. It has also very much help me with the frequency and the intensity of breakouts that I'm experiencing. And yeah, again, that has really improved ever since I've been very diligent and have not double cleansed, you know, have not skipped the double cleansing of my hands. Again, I, of course, as you know, as, as all of us do, I always wash my hands, but when I really started like taking seriously the, the dirt and the grime and the potential bacteria that are underneath my nails, that's when I saw the biggest, you know, like the biggest improvement. And again, you know, everybody can have longer nails. It's not just ladies. It's also, you know, boys, it's everybody really. Let us have a look at the next habit that I wish I knew earlier. And here, you know, it's one. It's once again one of my beautiful dermatologists in Gangnam. But let me go back to the base, to the beginnings. So, a little disclaimer: I'm still working on this habit, but I call this habit sleepy skincare. And to me, it's one that I'm still, you know, I, I sometimes I still struggle to implement it. Sometimes because I, you know, I simply forget, or sometimes I'm still like doing things at that time. But it means to do your skincare as soon as the sun has set. And I used to do my skincare probably like a lot of other people right before going to bed until one of my beautiful dermatologists in Gangnam asked me, he straight up asked me, miss, what time in the evening do you do your skincare routine? It was at one of our checkup, you know, skin, skin checkups. And I looked at him and I was like, hmm? like what, what time? 
is that what you're asking? And he was like, yeah, what time do you do your skincare routine? I was so confused at first, but then I told him and he just shook his head and he said, no, miss, that's much too late. And he explained to me that I should never do it right before. I should never do my skincare routine right before going to bed because according to him, all the wonderful products that, you know, you will put on your face, they will end up in your sheets and being pressed against your face that can lead not only to irritation, but also to breakouts. If you are already an avid back sleeper, that might happen less to you, but the majority of people do not sleep on their backs, but they either have a mix where they alternate between their back or they alternate between both sides. That's the majority of people, how people sleep. And it is so important, in my opinion, and also according to my dermatologist, to really get the most out of products, especially if you, you know, if you really want to maximize the treatments that you're putting on for skin issues um, that you're experiencing. But also, you know, you do spend money, of course, on your products. Um, I do try my best to do my skincare no later than 8 p.m. You know, that sleepy skincare no later than 8 p.m. And then to really give it one or two hours to let it sink into my skin before, you know, I get up all snuggly in my bed. And this also has been a huge help in lessening my breakouts, but also in making my skin less blotchy and more even. Yeah, you guys, I hope you enjoyed these two, these, um, other two habits that I wish I knew earlier. We're going to take another transition and then we have three habits left before we're moving to our brand spotlight. Yo, I'm so excited about today's brand spotlight. I know I'm always excited about everything, but this brand spotlight, it's so cool. You have no idea what's coming for you, but first I need a bit of a transition bake. I'll see you in a minute. My beautiful specials, welcome back. We have reached um, habit number four, that I wish I started earlier, and that is lymphatic drainage and facial massage. So if you don't know what lymphatic drainage means, don't worry about it. I'll give you an explanation that my cognitive dermatologist actually gave me. Bless him. Um, we've mentioned him so much in this episode. Um, but yes, so according to my dermatologist in Gangnam, he was also the one that kind of like got me into this because I had like some treatments at one of my clinics that was focused on lymphatic drainage. And I just saw my skin, like I felt very um, clean, which sounds really weird, but I felt as if it was almost a detox. I was like, what exactly was that? And then he was like, well, um, it did have a lot of elements of lymphatic drainage. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And then he explained to me that I can do this at home. And he gave me a bit of background info as to why that can be beneficial for acne. So according to my dermatologist in Seoul, to one of them, <laughs> he was saying that acne can be caused by many things, right? It has like a plethora of different, you know, reasons as to why our skin can break out, where we can have inflammation. But one of the reasons can be that our bodies are trying may uh, maybe are the oh my goodness i'm so sorry that our bodies may be trying to cope with an excess an excess of toxins and also hormones and when it comes to the point where our lymphatic system is blocked um it means that fluids they're building up in our skin and he was telling me that when toxins are stuck under 
the skin and especially around the neck and the jawline area that that can then lead to breakouts in our skin. I'm just trying to translate and like explain as best as possible as he tried to convey it to me. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting because dermatologists where I'm from in Germany, there was never a thing like lymph like the lymphatic system. There were a lot of treatments, but it was more so for the elderly, like I, I know my grandma, she does a lot of lymphatic drainage systems, but for people suffering from acne, that was never a thing where, where I'm originally from. I will link two YouTube tutorials for you guys that I've been following for a while. Um, one is a tutorial for facial sculpting and depuffing, and it's by a holistic medical esthetician by the name of Jade Marie. She's amazing. The video, I think at this point, has over 6 million views, and <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me, there are so many people in the comments just praising it and, you know, being really excited about the results. So I highly recommend if this is your first time, I think she does a really great job at explaining it. And then I will also link a video that is specifically about a lymphatic drainage massage technique by a creator um, that goes by the name of The Moment. Both of uh, both are on YouTube. Um, both will be linked in the show notes as usual. Um any of these things that you do, whether that's facial massage, whether it's lymphatic drainage, please be very gentle on your skin and please do not do it on dry skin. That is very important because if you do it on dry skin, you know, you will very likely irritate your skin. So make sure you do it after your moisturizer or after a nice serum. And if you do it for the first time, maybe also don't try to choose a serum that has a lot of actives in it because if you're, you know, really rubbing it in, it also means that, you know, potentially, um, you know, you're pushing the actives <laughs> deeper into the skin, which, you know, is a great thing. But, you know, if you have very sensitive skin like me, I usually just do it with um, a very calming serum or with a moisturizer that's really, you know, just like kind and gentle on my skin. I have been doing it for, I think, um, half a year religiously, every morning, every evening. And it has helped my face in so many different ways. It has first helped it to become less puffy and more toned and also like tighter. If I would have to describe it, yeah, I would say my face has become a lot tighter and it has also specifically lowered the redness in my cheeks. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting. I highly recommend if you haven't done it yet, definitely go and give that a try. It also is just a really nice um, self-care routine. And I love that that's something that can really help your skin and help with detoxing your skin, you know, without having to drink detox juices or basically you don't have to spend any money. It's YouTube University, you know, you know, it's like learning on YouTube. You just open it and you do it. And it's just like a really great habit that really has helped my skin and my acne a lot. Moving on to the next habit that I wish I started earlier. That is a huge one. And I just call this habit multi-purpose queens. I really like using products that can do many things for me. And please don't be alarmed. We are not talking about the two-in-one shampoos that your ex used, but it's rather products that are very well formulated in a smart way that helps you either tackle multiple skin concerns or helps you cut down and make your skincare routine more efficient overall and also thus more affordable a lot of the times. I will give you one example because I know this can be a bit confusing. So a while ago, 
implementing the very first habit that I introduced at the beginning of the show, I finally caved and after having skincare dated, you know, very carefully for I think over a month, I skincare dated um, a product that you are probably really familiar with. It's Laneige's Cream Skin Refiner. So I had used it for a while and it's one of these mm, like very well-known hype products that really, they really deserves, in my humble opinion, really deserves all the hype it can possibly get. Um, if I would have to name some of my holy grail products that I will probably use until the, I mean, I know forever is a big word, but I will probably use forever until like you will, you will have to, you know, like get it out of my cold dead hands when I'm in my grave, I will probably, you will probably find me holding a bottle of Laneige cream skin refiner. There's not a single product that has made my skin so even, and that has really just calmed my skin. It is, if you're thinking glass skin, this is the toner for you. It is not sticky. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, please go back and listen to our episode that is called Your Skin is Not a Trend because there I talk about the, the milky skin trend and the Laneige toner that, that it is a milky skin toner. It looks so beautiful. It has a, and by the way, this is not sponsored. This is just me really raving about this product. If there's one hype product that you want to skincare date and then invest in a full size, this is, this is your sign if you have been waiting. Um, but it is a very, like, it is such, I mean, Laneige, they really know, they started out this brand from this whole point of view of like high, well hydrated skin. And that well hydrated skin is really the source of all good, if you, if you want. And to quote what they say on the website, because I think they described it beautifully and they really hit the nail on its head, is they say about the product, and I quote, a moisturizing toner with a whole bottle of cream dissolved to keep your skin hydrated. And I will link the pro the whole website description because if you're a skincare nerd, it's really interesting to read that how you so, 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 so much like details about the product. I will also have an affiliate link for Olive Young. If you decide to purchase this product through Olive Young, I want to help you to save a little bit and I make like a tiny commission. You know, I cannot live off this money. Obviously I have a full-time job, but if you, you know, just in full transparency, if you want to purchase through this affiliate Olive Young link, you know, I, I would get a teeny tiny, I don't even know, 0.01%, you know, of affiliate money. But that being said, um, this product is really, like I said, it's really one that it's worth investing in, but this should not be an ad for the Laneige Cream Skin Refiner. What I want to say is... Um, I wanted to give a concrete ex example of this is a product I bought and it has basically cut down on a step for me. And that is my daytime moisturizer. So I have a moisturizer that is at least like, it's kind of expensive for me, but it's also one of my Holy Grail products. And that is the Dear Clay. My gosh, I'm so sorry. It's been a long day. And that is the Dear Clay's Midnight Blue Calming Cream. It's kind of a pricey moisturizer. I know that's nothing in the world of moisturizers that are many way more expensive products, you know, side eye la mer. But for me, that is a pricey moisturizer. And I use it, I'm very generous with moisturization, which, you know, is a nice segue to our up and coming seventh last skincare habit that I wish I knew earlier. But um, it just ran out really fast. So I think right now it retails for about 30 bucks. And I used it up 
not even in two weeks. I'm very generous with my moisturization. So, you know, that's like 60 bucks a month on just moisturizer. And I was like, it's kind of expensive. With the Laneige toner, I only need a couple of drops. Again, this is not about this toner. Basically insert any type of product that can do many things for you. And I found out after some time, I was like, okay, I'm overly glistening. What the heck is going on? And I realized that if I do the toner in the morning, I don't even need the moisturizer after. And that to me was amazing because while the Laneige toner is also a pricier product, it lasts a long time. And that's even for me, you know, like someone who's crazy about hydration. Um, it lasts you for a long time. It's really an investment in the future. And my moisturizer now lasts me for so much longer. So that to me is great because I get to save some money and I also discovered a new favorite product. But that being said, if you can find a product that is a multi-purpose queen that helps you cut down on your steps, for example, now in the morning, I do a light, a light very light cleanse. Then I put down, put on a couple of drops. My skin feels super hydrated off the Laneige toner. And then I just put on my SPF and I'm good to go. Maybe a bit of, you know, tinted sunscreen. To be quite honest, for me, for my very sensitive skin, the fewer products I use, the less you know chance of irritation of course i have my actives i have my fancy products that i rotate in and out you know skin cycling 2.0 if we go back to one of the earlier habits but generally speaking the less products that i use day to day the better my the happier my skin is and if you have sensitive acne prone skin i highly recommend you check out these habits but that brings us to our very last habit which is i just call a hydration station and i've kind of already hinted at it but let me go back to one of the first consultations that I ever had with one of my dermatologists in Seoul. I remember I came in there and at the time my skin was really not in a good state. It was, you know, my acne was raging. I was really unhappy and I was very desperate. And I was like, okay, can you, um, you know, what do we do? And I was thinking that he will probably recommend me all these actives, all these treatments and put me on very heavy um, medication. And the first thing that my dermatologist in Gangnam said was, you are dehydrated. And I was like, yeah, okay, but I have acne. Like, you know, I obviously didn't say anything, but you know, I was so desperate at the time. I was like, what, what does he mean? And then he explained to me and he was saying a lot of people, and you probably like, maybe you've heard it before, but a lot of people who suffer from oily skin, um, over, like sebum, that's just like at a point where your your uh, sebaceous glands are overly producing sebum, like you're always oily, you have a lot of breakouts. He was saying um, that like a big chunk of his patients, they get so much better once he put them on a high moisturizing regimen where it's not in the center of it, like the center of attention in his approach was not to attack the acne and to just be really rough. You know, that's kind of like the approach that my dermatologist back in Germany took with me and it never led to anything. It just, you know, my, my skin just kept getting worse and worse. And he was saying, we will first focus on moisturization. Obviously, you know, moisturizers that are non-comedogenic, that are safe. And my skin was so grateful. <laughs> my skin was so grateful. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about making a series um, about this, but there were outrageous things that dermatologists in, in like back in Germany have said to me. Mind you, the all these were practicing licensed 
dermatologist with their own clinics most of the time. And I remember one of them said to me, we need to dry out your skin. And I was like, you know, okay. Like I was just really desperate back at the time. Um, and so that to me, hydration station, that to me is a habit where I have also, just like my dermatolo dermatologist told me, I have moved away from being really aggressive with my acne to rather really focus on hydration. For example, one of my favorite sheet masks is one by Mediheal. It's called the NMF Acring 2 Plus Up. It's a mask that's almost impossible to get out of Korea. It's almost always sold out at all of Young Korea. They don't have it on the global website. I'm very sorry. I tried to find a link everywhere, but it's currently always sold out. It's a it's a golden box. So usually I get the box and it comes with 10 sheet masks. Um, and the one that they sell here abroad, like, well, the, the one that they sell abroad in Europe and in the States, because some of my friends in the States, they were like, oh, I ordered it. And they showed me the package and it was um, a silver package. And I was like, mm, they tried to, you know, like sell it as this product that I'm used to from Korea, but it's actually a different one. The the product, if you're ever in Korea, you're at Olive Young, the Medihue mask, it's um, a, if you can't get your hands on this one, I'm just going to describe what kind of um, like, kind of like consistency it is it is a gel type mask so there are sheet masks that you know they kind of have like a bamboo structure or a cotton structure the masks that i really like to use are um again every skin is different but the ones that really lock in the moisture for me very well are like these gel type masks they're amazing they really help me to like lock in the moisture and they're also the ones that my dermatologist recommended for acne prone skin so just in case if you haven't tried that yet Please give hydration station and a high focus on nourishing your skin a chance. I also do it whenever I have a breakout. Um, right now, in the past, I oh my gosh, I used to slap on my treatments. Sometimes now I put on a bit of like obviously moisturizer. Let's say I have a pimple moisturizer first, then my treatment. And then I sometimes put um, Vaseline over it. And it really helps it heal. So hydration station definitely is key. But that being said, my lovely specials, let us take the last transition break of today's episode and then we're moving on to our very exciting brand spotlight. Yay! Welcome to the brand spotlight. Okay, so I think by now the brand spotlight is pretty clear as a concept for those of you who, uh, you know, return to the skin special. But for everyone who's new, let me give you just a really quick introduction into what the segment is all about. So as we know, many of the brands, especially when it comes to Korean skincare, there are a lot of friends that we kind of know and we love and, you know, we know their feet, they look beautiful, you know, their Instagram feet and they look amazing. Um, and then there are also a lot of brands who are either local brands within Korea and they just, you know, they don't see the point of expanding globally because they're very happy, you know, serving local customer, national customers. But there are also a lot of, you know, Korea-based brands that would love to have a global audience, but they're not in a place yet where they have... Um, you know, the budget, especially when it comes to the marketing budget to market to customers that are, you know, based outside of Korea. And with these brands, I really want to give them a stage and I want to make them shine in the brand spotlight. And I want to introduce your palette to something new. With For the majority of brands that are on the brand spotlight, I always have to give 
a bit of a disclaimer and I have to say please be kind to their Instagram because usually when it comes to you know marketing budget if your marketing budget isn't as high that then reflects in the team that you can hire for your social media and then you know usually if you have one person who does all then it's just you know it, it's it's not going to be as crazy aesthetic as some of the brands who have you know a designer a visual designer you know a motion graphics designer a copywriter so with today's brand though they have a beautiful instagram feed let me introduce them to you and i'm very sure that you haven't heard about them they're beginning to become like all the rage in Korea. I've seen more and more people like wear them, especially when I look on social media. I'm like, oh, I see this brand again and again. Who are they? So let me introduce you to, I hope I'm pronouncing them correctly. I'm, I, I've seen people pronounce the name in various ways. So I'm just going to go with the one that I've heard the most so far. I have not seen like a video by the brand where they say how to pronounce it. So I'm going to go with the majority of how people have chosen to pronounce this brand but this brand is called Benoinda and they are an outdoor athleisure oh my god they are an outdoor athleisure clothing brand specializing in UV protective apparel and that to me that whole concept of like clothes that protect you against the sun it's still amazing to me I know it's a huge thing um in Korea but to me it's still it's still very new and very cool let me read to you what the brand says about themselves and then I'm going to give you a little breakdown of their products. Again, I know this is, you know, kind of like very special today. I mean, we're on the skin special, but you know, this is very special today when it comes to the brand spotlight because usually I talk about skincare, but today, you know, that's why I got so excited. It is fashion that kind of like helps you amp up your skincare game. And I just, I, I got so excited about it. So they say about themselves, Benanda, on their website, and I quote, they say, Benanda balances super practical functions and designs for experience, making everyone enjoy the sunshine and feel healing outdoors. Together with a group of R&D personnel and designers who love the outdoors, we help people follow their hearts and enjoy various outdoor activities through strong functional products with innovative technology and aesthetic design absolutely in love with their whole mission and with what they do and let me tell you when you hear the word outdoor clothing i know what you're thinking i know what you're thinking <laughs> as i've hinted at i'm originally from germany and we have a brand if you're german you're probably going to chuckle right now i don't want to you know um i don't want to insult anybody but we just have to face the facts right here we have this brand that a lot of germans like to wear shout out to all my people that wear jack wolf skin but it's just this one thing that if you see a german and they're doing outdoor activities they're wearing some piece of jack wolf skin and it's just like you know it's just it's just not the most fashionable thing you know it's it's very practical but it's just not very stylish you know if you wear jack wolf skin and you think it's really stylish <laughs> you can write the podcast with one stars now <laughs> to get back at me <laughs> but I stand by that. I stand by that. Um, but Benoida is different. They actually look amazing. All their designs, I would describe it as like, it's just very, it looks very light. They have a lot of pastel colors and it looks very fashionable. But let me get into it. So Benoida, they 
are a member of the board of directors of the International Skin, Can Skin Cancer Foundation, short for SCF. They were founded in 2013. Currently, the headquarters are based in Hong Kong. So again, this is not a Korea Korean or a Korea-based brand, but I've seen more and more, I've seen this brand pop up uh, online more and more um, using, you know, used by Korean and worn by Korean influencers. They do ship worldwide, by the way, if you're interested, this is, I, I keep forgetting to say this, but I think it's kind of clear. The brand spotlight is obviously not sponsored. You know, like these brands don't have the mark. I mean, Benoida does, but like a lot of brands on the um, brands, but like they don't have the means, you know, to sponsor a podcast. But I just always want to say the brands, but is not sponsored. Um, it, this is for you to discover something new and for me to be like passionate about, you know, cool new skincare brands or, you know, brands that do something with skincare. But I will have them link. I will also have the two products linked that I will talk about shortly. But in case you're interested, um, they do ship worldwide, including duties and taxes. So that's always amazing. But let us look at their product range. So their very first product was a sun umbrella. If you've ever been in um, in Korea or in Japan, um, and also in a lot of other countries in Asia, you will see people wear sun umbrellas. So not just for the rain, but also to protect against the sun, which is a very, very smart thing. Um, their product range now has extended to sun hats. And there is one that is called the shell sun hat. It's the ultimate it's it's the ajuma head but it's fashionable like i want to wear this head um it's actually amazing go look it up the shell sun head by benoinda they have long sleeve attachments um it's basically like long gloves that you can you know put under a t-shirt and it protects your arms from the sun they have sunglasses they have these really cool sunglasses i want them so bad um here i am in this whole show being like oh how to become a mindful consumer and now i'm like i want all of this but you know yeah their their products are really cool and really innovative i will say but they do have these sunglasses that they look really cool they look like the sunglasses that you would see in kind of like you know in a k-drama you know female lead and you know she wears these like kind of square large sunglasses that make her look like a badass it's these type of sunglasses but then you can fold them up in a square it's amazing like i saw it today on instagram i was like whoa that is amazing they also have accessories such as a portable mini fan that you hang around your neck it looks like the next generation of airpods it looks so cool and it cools your face you don't even have to hold it yeah, I want these. I want these for the summer days when you're riding the subway and you're just like, oh, I want to die. They also have leggings and they have swimsuits. And they're currently just one swimsuit that I saw. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a two-piece. So it's not like a bikini, but you know, it's like the swimsuits that protect a lot um, of your skin. And then obviously, one thing I do want to say is wearing clothes that have some sort of spf protection we're going to get into the technology in a hot minute but that does not save you from applying sunscreen i think i know i mean i think i know it's kind of obvious but i just again want to say it um do wear your sunscreen sun protective clothing they can kind of like extend your fpf and they can protect you even better against the sun which you know in turn is amazing because it protects you 
you know, it has amazing anti-aging, you know, benefits, and it also protects you against skin cancer, but you still need to wear your SPF. Um, but of course, it's an added layer of protection, and it's a really interesting technology. There are two products that I want to point out because I really fell in love with them, if you cannot tell by now. <laughs> um, but these are the products that I was, you know, most excited about because um, they have the coolest effects when it comes to our skin. One is a mask for obvious reasons, you know, because a lot of people still struggle with mask knee. If you work in the medical field, I'm pretty sure you have, you know, you might have experienced mask knee. Um, and then they also have these cooling gloves that I got really excited about because skin, like aging of our hands is a huge concern for me. Uh, definitely, I have to work on that. But let's look at the first product. So the first one, they call it the breathable face mask, very simple name. And they use a yarn that they, they describe it as cloud-like original yarn. It has, according to them, it has a UV blocking rate. I always say according to them because, again, please be careful. Please wear your SPF always. But they do say that this mask, this face mask has a blocking rate of up to 99%. And they say when it comes to the technology, it's a multifaceted anti-UV design. And then they also have a sunscreen factor embedded into it, which they call capital T, um, then an I, the capital O and two. So TIO2, that's how they describe it as. And they say that like that to me was the most interesting part of like how does the technology actually work so this cloud-like fiber like that structure actually reflects the uv ray uv rays that hit your face in multiple direction um and they say and i quote the mask's eye protection structure helps prevent anti-aging from light exposure even around the eyes so again this is a mask that you wear in on your like over your mouth over your nose right but it also helps kind of like protect your eyes they also have like this whole mask is I, I i wish i had it because it just looks really comfortable to wear you can adjust the size which is great if you have a very small face and masks maybe like slip over um or if you need a larger mask and they you know have this 3d structure that a lot of korean masks have that make it very comfortable to wear they're very soft um, and they prevent makeup smudging. They also have an air cooling technology that um, according to them has a cooling coefficient of 1.7 times higher than the standard value, which just means like it's very cooling, it's very comfortable to wear. Talking about skin temperature, the last episode, uh, I think it was the last episode, we talked about um, Songjia, our icon, our it girl. And there I talked a lot about skin temperature in K-beauty. So please go back and listen to that. It's really interesting. That's why, you know, like this whole cooling effect. And um, if you want to learn more about it, that episode with Songjia has a lot of info about that. Um, this mask has also been rated AAA, so triple A for its antibacterial properties. And they say, according to them, it has a 97% protection rate against bacteria amazing they also look beautiful um they're very flattering on the face um and it comes in multiple colors so again an amazing product really innovative with a lot of just like you know um yeah skincare benefits which i you know i thought was amazing let's have a look at the cooling gloves so the technology used here is very, very similar to the technology used in the face mask. Just a couple more words that I thought were really interesting. So they were saying that they have um, 
uh, like they use a high molecular weight when it comes to the particle size compound fabric structure that again blocks 99% of the UV rays. Um, and they were saying like, again, you need to wear sunscreen, but this kind of like enhances any SPF that you're already wearing. And a very interesting point that they point out, not just for the long, like the cooling gloves for your hands, but also for other of like their leggings or other of their um, like athleisure wear, I cannot pronounce this word today, athleisure wear that they, um, that they sell is that, um, they maintain their effectiveness after washing because some of the, it, it, like, I think in the FAQs or in some of the things that I was researching, researching on, people were asking like, okay, when does it lose its SPF protecting effect? You know, like how many times can I wash it? So you, you can wash it, but again, um, you know, it's always advice to still wear FP, SPF, of course. Um, also, like what I found also really cool and kind of like, you know, necessary today, they have fingertip openings so that you can still use your phone if you're running, if you're, you know, doing anything in the outdoors. And for any of, you know, I think this whole brand is very innovative because it's amazing if, you know, you're maybe you're a worker, and you're exposed to the sunlight a lot, sunlight a lot. Maybe you do a lot of outdoor activities, um, for example, soccer, golf, anything where you're exposed, hiking, where you're exposed to the sunlight for a longer amount of time. If you're hiking in Korea, you see the majority of people like at least wear a lot of these sun protective hats and also gloves. Hats are also amazing because think about it, like your scalp is also like it's like the crown of your head is the closest to the sun i mean i'm a tiny person but still the crown of your head is the closest to the sun and if you're walking you know like um actually like melanoma on top of your head it's a very common type of melanoma because yes there is sun spray that you can use but especially a lot of girls like you know they don't enjoy doing that you know of course it's more important to protect yourself against you know skin cancer than you know what you heard like whether you're running a hasta but still like a lot of people don't prefer to spray sunscreen on their head and then uh you know like a sun head you can wear is actually a great solution so yeah do check them out give them a good try i'm very obsessed i think it's a very just a cool way to kind of like infuse skincare like skincare and fashion like both of these together makes me a very happy person but yeah everyone i really hope you once again enjoy today's episode if you enjoy the episode if you like listening to the show please 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 um leave a review for the show. It takes 30 seconds on, especially on Spotify. It's very fast thing to do. If you're listening on app on Apple Podcasts, please write a review for the show. Bobini really mean the world to me. And um, yeah, you can follow the skin special as usual on Instagram and on TikTok. Come say hello. I basically just started the Instagram. It's really new, but I'm putting a lot of love into it and I will step up the, my Instagram <laughs> game in the coming weeks. But yeah, that is it for today, everyone. I hope that you will have a great week ahead. Please take good care of your skin. And until then, I'll see you, yeah, in our episode next week. Bye.